Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I can't tell you how nice it is to see faces in front of me. One of the most difficult things, and maybe Dr. Heidi can attest to this, is leading worship when the sanctuary is, for the most part, empty. We have our four members of our quartine quartet of doing a fantastic job, and Hector and Danny and Dr. Heidi and, and Alex and a few of us, but it's so nice to see your eyes and your faces and to be able to gather together today. I never quite got the hang, maybe one day I will, but of looking at the right camera at the right time for the right amount and... It's just very, very difficult for me. I was somewhat self-conscious about it and not really very self-conscious about anything. That was kind of bizarre to have those feelings. But it is what it is, right? It is what it is. We get to gather together today, some online and many of us uh, in person, to begin new rhythms, to think about what the church will look like in the days and weeks and months ahead to think about what it is to, 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 to crawl today, to figure out how things are going to work and what it's going to look like and simple pieces of life that we take for granted months ago that now we have to think through. And, and as we begin crawling, then like any good, as any good developing child, we'll begin to walk and then from there to run. Eventually, we'll have donuts and coffee, as I said in that little video, and I shot the video so everyone would get the same message, and in my penchant for overreaching and overspeaking, I just wanted to make sure that everybody got the same, the same message. It's appropriate that we start back to insight on-door worship during Lent. We think about what we add into our Lenten discipline and what we maybe take away from our lives. And one of those things that's going to be interesting that will come out of our lives is that idea of normal. If you were to ask me what I was giving up for Lent this year, I would say I'm giving up normal for Lent. Because right now I have no idea what normal looks like, feels like, sounds like, or what to think about it. But I do know one thing. I do know that the message remains the same. Repent for the kingdom of God is near. The words of Jesus from our text in Mark chapter 1, the message is always the same, repent for the kingdom of God is near. Jesus went in that gospel of Mark, go, 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 here and there and everywhere. He's not wasting time with all sorts of stuff. He's getting right to the work of being the Messiah. And his message, oh, that mine were as short as his was that day. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Preaching is kind of fun. Preaching is also one of the most challenging parts of being a pastor. Because, as my friend Mark says, he said, your message is always the same. And I said, well, no, it's not. It's different every week. Just ask me, I'll tell you. He goes, no. He says, basically, always the same. And before I was offended and insulted, as one of my dearest friends, one of my best encouragers, he said, no, in every message all you guys preach, you always get to Jesus. You always find your way to the good news. He then says, I would really like to preach for you one Sunday. And I said, well, preaching one Sunday is easy. Anybody can preach one Sunday. It's not hard to preach one Sunday and have a good sermon once. But it's hard 
to preach the same message of Jesus Christ 45 to 50 weeks a year and write dozens and dozens of messages knowing that the message of Jesus is at the core of every single one of those. He lets me come home early on Saturday nights when we go with our wives for dinner. He gets it. He understands. The message stays the same, but the context in which we hear it, the context of our lives, the context of what's going on behind the eyes, in the brains, in the minds, in the relational pieces of our lives, that continues to change while the message of Jesus remains the same. In our text today, we're reminded of what is the core issue, of what is the real peace, of what is the the center of what Jesus came to be and do. The focus is on Jesus. The focus isn't on John the Baptist or the disciples or what's going on in the world. The focus is on Jesus. I can tell you all sorts of stories. I can do all sorts of cute things. We can play all sorts of mind-blowing hymns and music. But at the end of the day, all of those serve for you to be able to focus and see Jesus. That day must have been something else at the shore of the Jordan River. Everyone's doing their thing, going down and being baptized. They're they're hanging out. They're doing community. John the Baptist is preaching with his hair on fire. Repent for the kingdom of God is near. And all of a sudden, this, this preacher from Nazareth comes out of the crowd. Matthew and Luke and John record for us a little bit more interaction than Mark. But in Mark's gospel, Jesus is baptized. The Spirit descends like a dove and a voice comes from heaven. This is my Son whom I love. With you, Jesus, I am well pleased, the voice says. The focus isn't the baptism. The focus isn't the people. The focus isn't the water. The focus is Jesus. You are my Son, the Father says, whom I love. With you, I am well pleased. Father knew what was going to happen to his son. Kind of like Abraham knew what was going to happen to Isaac. He knew that God would provide a lamb written in Genesis. They took the longest walk. They took the most painful steps. They left the servants beside. They put the wood on the back of of Isaac. He brought the fire and the knife. I wonder if the Lord Almighty, the Father in heaven, if he knew that same painful sense that Abraham knew, but also knew that God would provide and that the mission and the focus of Jesus through the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob would come to be the Messiah of the world, the Savior, the Redeemer, the one who would come in and usher in the kingdom of God. The text is all about Jesus. Our church is all about Jesus. We as Christians are all about Jesus. And Lent 2021 provides us an opportunity to have that focus A moment, a a set of weeks, a a series of messages, a set of scripture readings that allows us to nod and lean in and see Jesus. 
the Son of God, to see Jesus, the Messiah, to see Jesus, the one who's come to ransom, to be the ransom for our lives, Jesus with the mission to redeem us, Jesus as the focus. And maintaining focus has been a challenge, I'm telling you. Maintaining focus has been a challenge. We thought we'd have 15 days to stop the spread. Somehow that morphed into almost a year. We live in a time when screens scream for our attention. When every time the, 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 the phone is agitated, when every time it vibrates or rings, there's a little bit of chemical reaction in our brain that says, someone needs you now. And we become so distracted. Different voices from science and politics and everyone giving us guidelines about what we have to do and what we say and how it's got to be. How do you maintain your focus when you go down one rabbit hole after another? In the last nine months, I've given thanks to having ADD so many times because I can switch gears so incredibly quickly. But maintaining focus is a challenge. And then we become distracted. We struggle to maintain the strength and the emotional and spiritual equilibrium to make it through life and to rise up with the challenges of life. And then we are isolated, which leads to an internal focus and a sense of loneliness for some. And quarantine leads us to a fearful outlook. And the focus can blur from faith to fear. So this season of Lent, Lent 2021, may be the best Lent that we ever have in the history of our lives. Not because it's going to be easy, but because it's going to actually require pain and sacrifice and self-discipline and focus. So when we do feel alone, we hear the voice of the Father from heaven saying, the focus is on this one, on my Son, whom I love. With Him I am well pleased. He is your Redeemer. He is your Savior. When we hear the voices inside of us say, you're isolated and you're all alone and no one cares. We hear that voice from heaven from Mark's gospel again say, no, no, you're not alone. This one whom I love, with whom I am well pleased, this Jesus, my son, he is with you and he loves you. And as surely as my favor rests on my son, dear child, so too my favor rests on you. And when we're weary, the energy and the power and the strength of God comes to bear from the cross of Christ. When the Son of God, the Son of Isaac, was nailed to that cross and the sacrifice was complete, in the words, it is finished, Jesus sealed the covenant and the promise to be our God and we His people. He sealed the promise that all nations would be blessed on earth through the Messiah, the son of Isaac. And we are drawn into a story of hope and healing and restoration with a focus on Jesus. I think Mark's right. Mark the gospel writer, obviously, but Mark my friend. Every message finds its way to Jesus. Every message finds its way to the cross. 
we experience those times of temptation. Jesus takes us back to the cross. When we have those moments of guilt, He takes us back to the cross. When we have those moments where we just want to run and hide, He takes us back to the cross. And Jesus, in our own text, having been tempted and having gone through a time of of great upheaval, He's 40 days closer to His end. He's 40 days closer to the cross, more focused, more ready, more prepared to offer His hands, His feet, His side, his life for you and for me. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. You can take that sermon home with you today because the kingdom of God is grander than what we see and hear day by day and bit by bit. Mark reminds us this morning that the the kingdom of God is beyond economic systems and political systems and social order and everything mankind has ever spun on for millennia. And the theme of Jesus' ministry is our theme here as well and as a congregation is theme. Repent and believe. We live the good news. We hear the good news. We share the good news. And the kingdom, the kingdom is blessed. And the kingdom grows. And there's a clarity and a focus on Jesus. It's refreshing. It's easy to preach. It's fun to preach. Maybe the greatest joy in life is proclaiming the kingdom of God and being reminded that the same God who showed mercy to Abraham shows mercy to us and the constancy and the consistency of the message of Jesus and the staying power of the good news leads us through seasons like we're in now and provides for us a greater sense of hope and faith and allows us the the, the opportunity to see beyond what is before us and to see into what God does in and through us. Repent, for the kingdom of God is near. Amen? Amen.